This is a production of Cornell University. Hello and welcome to the Cornell Turfgrass Shortcut Podcast, your weekly connection to turfgrass information. Brought to you by Cornell University's Turfgrass Program in partnership with the New York State Turfgrass Association. My name is Frank Rossi. I'm the Associate Professor of Turf Science in the Department of Horticulture here at Cornell University. And the following are observations and recommendations for the week of September 20th, 2010. Well, keep up the overseeding and consider weed control. Renovation and overseeding programs still seem hampered by lack of rainfall, but for those that have water, it is time to take advantage of ideal growing conditions. Read about the stop sale order on PCNB and plan for your snow mold control. Now's the time for broadleaf weed control or if seeding, wait until after a few mowings. Expect high dollar spot pressure this week and keep fertility up for recovery. Finally, late season end recommendations for lawn turf do not always apply to high traffic turf. The key to minimizing leaching and getting the benefit is lower amounts more frequently. The weather from last week was a cooler than normal week with most about three degrees below normal. And a quick glance at the major cities in the Northeast U.S. reveals what has been expected that this year was, has the highest degree day totals in recorded history. It seems to be comparable but greater than 1991, 1995, 2005, but for the most part greater by about 400 degree days. Precipitation, another dry week with most receiving less than a half inch with a small swath of half to one inch through northern New Jersey. ET was about six tenths to three quarters of an inch for the region and soil temps to two inch depth, low 60s to the north and upper 60s to the south. Disease risk is calling for dollar spot risk expected to be high for much of the northeast in Wednesday, Saturday period. Even brown patch risk is expected to be high along the I-95 corridor in the same period. And the forecast for this coming week. Following a showery weekend, the week looks close to normal with a few warm-ups and cool-downs. Overall, temps are expected to be close to or slightly above normal, and nighttime temps expected to be the same. A system is expected in the Wednesday-Thursday will bring some strong storms. Check out all the weather information and predictive maps at www.nrcc.cornell.edu backslash grass. The Cornell Cooperative Extension update begins with Walt Nelson's Finger Lakes report. Adult crane flies are in full flight these days. Two main control windows are late fall and early spring. A late fall preventative application is recommended if populations of both species occur at the same site. Timing should be after peak emergence of adults in order to overlap the period of egg hatch and first instars. Since adults of both species emerge during a similar window in September, small larvae of both species would be susceptible to preventative insecticides. Tipula oleracea is probably not susceptible during this window because it pupates early in spring and insecticides are not active against the pupae. The capital report from Dave Chinnery. Very dry with very little measurable rainfall last month. Some are trying to do overseeding. However, the lack of rainfall is hindering success. Some sedge problems still being reported, notably the dense tuft hair, hair sedge. Of course, control would be limited at this time and is best performed in early summer on most of our sedge problems. The Westchester report from Jerry Deardano and Rick Harper. Things are greening up nicely with the recent rainfall. Very little information available on lawn fertilizer ban. Lawn questions from homeowners continue, but grub calls are down. Tall fescues being discussed more than ever by landscapers following this summer's heat and dryness. Golf courses are finishing airification on tees, greens, and fairways and are concentrating on repairing cosmetic scars from the intense summer weather. As nights have cooled, disease activity is subsiding, but on highly maintained courses. Insect activity has been reported to be high with cutworm, hyperodes, armyworm, black turf grass, atenius, crane fly, and Japanese and European chafer all observed. 
The Eastern Long Island report from Tom Kowalsik. The low ET has not helped dry areas, but it does not appear to be getting worse. An increasing number of problems with Japanese stilt grass and landscapes adjacent to wooded areas. Again, check labels for post-emergent control of this problem. Right now, it appears a claim extra will be effective and prevent plants from seeding. For more information on Japanese stilt grass control, check out www.nps.gov backslash plants backslash alien backslash fact backslash M-I-V-I-1.htm. The Sports Turf Update from Joanne Grudadori, our Sports Turf Specialist, talks about top dressing fields, helps to amend physical soil properties and create a better growing environment for the turf and can level the playing field when minor variations or depressions are apparent and help reduce thatch. Managers should address these questions before adding this as a routine practice. Do you have enough money in your budget to top dress? Do you have the necessary application equipment? Do you have access to a readily available, consistent top dressing material? Top dressing is difficult to do correctly, and if done properly, could cause long-term, improperly could cause long-term damage. If applied too slowly, not frequent enough, thatch layers can build up, resulting in alternate layers of thatch and soil. If applied too heavily on an existing thatch layer, it can bury the thatch and cause a barrier to root growth. When budgets allow and conditions warrant, if top top dressing is usually done right after core cultivation and at a minimum of one to two times per year, that is in the spring when slit seeding or in the fall after the end of the playing season. Selecting the correct top dressing material is critical and depends on the purpose of the top dressing. If the existing soil does not require any modification, the soil from coring or one similar in texture can be used as top dressing. After aerification, the cores can be dragged so they can fill the aeration holes. No laying problems will occur. If your field is a native soil containing clay and silt and drains poorly, you will want to use a different tactic to correct the problem. Core aerate the field. Remove the soil cores and top dress with straight sand, one that is angular and coarse, or a mix of 80% sand and 20% organic matter. After applying the top dressing material, first pull the, dra- pull the drag mat, making small circles, then enlarge ovals so the material can filter into the aeration holes and also provide a level field. Remember... The chosen top dressing material needs to be consistent in type and particle size and available for future applications. Variation in particle size can lead to layering, which will disrupt drainage and rooting. Frequent applications can, over time, actually modify the soil profile. The amount of top dressing material needed will depend on the purpose of the top dressing. A light application is usually used when seeding or overseeding. About 1.5 cubic yards will be needed for each 1,000 square feet when a 16th to 3 eighths of an inch is desired. Top dressing... To amend the soil to relieve compaction will require heavier application, enough to fill the aeration holes. My gazing in the grass update for this week starts with overseeding. Cornell research has shown for years the value of repetitive overseeding of high traffic sports turf. And this has been confirmed by research at Ohio State in Guelph, Ontario. There are a number of important keys to success. This is a strategy that works best on very high traffic turf that leaves soil exposed. Almost all successful programs and research studies found that broadcast applications and not slit seeding seem to be most effective. It is important to use 100% perennial ryegrass on any field that is not tall fescue. On tall fescue fields, use 100% tall fescue seed. Under dry conditions, studies have shown the need to apply at least 6 pounds of seed per thousand. However, if any moisture is available, as little as 2 pounds per thousand square feet can be successful provided it is applied weekly. A note about the loss of PCMB from Professor Jim Kearns at the UW-Madison. 
On August 12, 2010, the Environmental Protection Agency issued a stop sale, use, or removal order to American Vanguard Corporation for technical grade PCNB 95% EPA registration number 5481-197. The EPA took enforcement action after EPA Laboratories' analysis of AMVAC's registered PCNB tech grade 95% found significant levels of impurities of highly toxicologically significant not reported in the CSF. The latest ruling only affects golf course turf management. As use of PCNB on home lawns and golf course roughs was removed from the label on July 15, 2009. This means that if you are a soft goods distributor of, or golf course superintendent and you don't have any PCNB in stock, you will not be able to obtain any until the stop sale order is lifted. While the, impenter win- while the impending winter season is fast approaching, lifting of the order in time for 2010 applications seems unlikely. This latest ruling further complicates financial matters for many superintendents because of the comparative affordability of PCNB-based products over most other fungicide mixtures for the control of snow mold diseases on turf grass. To put it simply, while other fungicide combinations are more effective than PCNB-based fungicides, no other fungicide provides the combination of effectiveness and affordability of PCNB-based products. Check the UW-Madison website at www.plantpath.wisc.edu backslash tdl backslash pcnb.php for more information on successful alternatives. A note on late season dollar spot. Our disease models are predicting high dollar spot pressure for golf turf this week. Often this late season dollar spot can be more severe than earlier mid-season and some have suggested it is a different strain altogether. That said, it might be wise to keep your end rate up for recovery and products such as emerald in place to prevent widespread damage. Weed control. Another reminder to schools and other turf folks, now is the time for broadleaf weed control if plants are actively growing. Thank you for joining me for the weekly installment of the Cornell Turfgrass Shortcut Podcast, your weekly connection to turfgrass information. I'm Frank Rossi, Associate Professor of Horticulture here at Cornell University, and I hope you have a great week. This has been a production of Cornell University, on the web at cornell.edu.